Hello, welcome back or welcome to the Elevated Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa. I'm an empath coach and energy healer. You're joining a community of elevated empaths who embrace their duality, harness their empathic superpowers, and live consistently as their authentic soul energy. Welcome. Hi, how are we doing? I took a little break. Listen, took a little break. My birthday was, I don't even know, last week. Took a little break from recording, but we are back to it. It's going to be, I have a lot to talk about. I have a lot to say in just that short break. I also, in the meantime, in between podcast episodes, I put out a meditation on YouTube to heal your sexual energy, meet your higher self, and kind of work through any cleansing of energies that you need to do with your higher self in specifically for your sexual body. So that's on my YouTube link in the description. Hope you love it. Let me know what you think and subscribe to my YouTube if you want to see see and hear more of me on there. And if you want more meditations, let me know. I've also been posting on my OnlyFans. We talk about edgier things on there, stuff that, you know, TikTok and Instagram won't let me talk about. And if you subscribe to my OnlyFans, you also have the ability to ask me any questions and we can talk about anything that's coming up for you. It's just a more personalized communication with me and we get to talk about edgier things. And my most recent video was talking about manifesting some dick. All right. Gets crazy over there. So go subscribe. So today, we're going to talk about sexual empathy. But before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that I have two, yes, two one-on-one coaching spots open right now. So if this episode is interesting to you, if any of my other episodes about empathy are interesting to you, I have one-on-one empath coaching spots open right now. So we dive into uncovering your roots and your limiting beliefs that stem from inner child, shadow, all of that. And we work together to rediscover your authentic self, your authentic beliefs, what you want to hold true so that you can use that energy to manifest the ideal life that you want. And we work through all of that past to help you kind of propel you into that ideal life that you want and see the potential for yourself. I also do Akashic Records readings. If you're interested in communicating with your spirit team and asking any questions from spirit about your life now, your past lives, anything like that, you can book an Akashic Records reading. I also do animal communication readings if you want a soul connection to your pet, kind of working with the spirit team of your pet and talking to them directly and getting answers that you need. You can learn more about all of my offerings at lisabtag.com, L-I-S-A, B's and Boy, T's and Tom, A-G.com. I also have instant downloadable PDF guides for instant guidance and support. Um, one is about spiritually syncing with your menstrual cycle. And that goes through each of the four phases of your cycle and how to connect with your body during those times. And then there is Elevate Your Empathy, which is essentially my coaching practice in a very short kind of PDF form. And both are $33. If you purchase them together, you can get it at a discount for $55. 
So today on the podcast, we are talking about sexual empathy. As I said, we're talking about how to heal your sexual energy and I'm talk. I'm going to get into it today. I'm going to show you, tell you, open the door to all those practices that I use with my clients that I use for myself to help us reclaim our sexual space. Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, follow this podcast, share this podcast, write a review for me and write in to tell me what you think about this episode and what you'd like me to talk about next. Let's get into it. As an empath coach and energy healer, I've seen how the energies of other life forces impact our energy, the good, the bad, and everything in between. And I've seen through my clients and obviously firsthand how our empathy translates to our sexual bodies. If you're an empath, which I'm guessing you are if you're listening to this episode, there's a chance that you might be a sexual empath absorbing the emotion and energy of the people or the person that you're intimate with. We usually take this energy on without even noticing because we're in such a vulnerable state when we're intimate, riding such wild animalistic energies and we really let go of our barriers, our walls. It's really easy for our partner's energy to transfer into our space and ours into theirs. It's fully an exchange of energy. So as we discussed two weeks ago in the last episode, in the science of empathy, there are these electromagnetic fields around our brain and our heart, and they transmit information about how we think and how we feel. You can look at heartmath.org for more information about that. It's science, people. So not only if... You know, if we are not only next to someone, but also naked and inside of them or allowing them into us or whatever you do, that transmitted energy is amplified. If we have sex with someone else or multiple people, we are allowing them into our energetic space. So before, during, after, we can feel the energetic, emotional shifts depending on our partner's energy. If we don't manage or protect our sexual energy, the energetic exchange can stick with us for a long time um, and impact the way that we view our own sexuality. It just sticks with us for a bit if we don't figure out a way to cleanse it, manage it, protect it. So for example, if you felt empowered and sexy and free and liberated and then you have sex with someone who either doesn't respect women or doesn't respect you you could start to feel negatively about yourself or energetically drained or hung over after when that energy wasn't even yours to begin with honestly I'm speaking from experience here (laughs) and recently (laughs) and after I cleared and restored and healed those energy leaks it took a few days almost a week I came back to my authentic sexual energy without even communicating all of this with that person. I clearly understood how he felt about this situation. And let's just say it wasn't empowering for me the way I thought it would be. And I decided it wasn't worth depleting my energy for again. I've discussed sexual empathy a lot in past videos and TikToks galore. 
Today, I want to talk more specifically about why our sexual energy is so precious and delicate. I want to clear up some common misconceptions about my work and how to start working on healing that pro- that area of our life. So the big misconception about promiscuity. Well, having sex, especially casual sex, as an empath can be tricky. Okay? It's tricky. It's tricky, tricky. If our partner is in a certain headspace or they feel negatively about you, we can take that on and we can feel their emotions or feel that way about ourselves without even a clear discussion around it. As I said with my example, if we don't feel secure with our partner to express our needs, to express the energy and the emotion that we're feeling in that moment, we can definitely get caught in this spiral because we really get disoriented trying to evaluate what energy is ours and not ours. And when that confusion happens, that's when we can really start to lose our sense of self and our sense of identity. And it can just be very disorienting. For me, it's very disorienting. Our responsibility in sexual safety doesn't end with just physical protection. We need energetic and emotional safety too. So people online sometimes, sometimes it's uh, like one person on TikTok, but then, you know, you just feel like you need to clarify it. Sometimes they think I'm advocating for abstinence or that it's a misogynistically saying women shouldn't sleep around. I'm never, ever, 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 ever saying this or ever telling you what to do with your sexual body. The point of my coaching practice, this podcast and my work is to help you discover what you want to do with your sexual body. You personally and release any of the energies in your space that tell you you're not allowed to do so, and reconnect with how you feel authentically about sex. So casual to me means no strings attached. For empaths, there are always strings attached. That's why we talk about cord cutting. As sexual empaths, you can absolutely have sex. I'm just saying that it can get a little sticky. And if it does, make sure you have the tools to restore your energy and reclaim your power and know what you're getting into. So let's talk about energy work for sexual abuse survivors. Also, I think it's important to clear this up, especially, especially if you've had sexual trauma. I want you to know that this is a safe space. And I want to just address this very quickly. Many of us have experienced some sort of sexual trauma, big or small, whether it be physical or emotional abuse or some form of conditioning by society, big or small in terms of is all relative, right? For example, we're often taught that, you know, the male orgasm, the male gaze is the most important thing in sex and femininity. So Translating that to our personal lives, women can feel pressured to be sexual providers instead of receivers. So this is just like one example of conditioning that can affect our perception of sex and create such a heightened, almost traumatic experience as you navigate sex, but it it ranges and it's all relative. So once sexual trauma gets added into the mix of our sexual energy, sex is just a very emotionally charged area of our life if we haven't worked through any of it. If we were ever taken advantage of in any way or our sexual energy was harmed, that can create a level of feeling very unsafe to be sexually free and so much more. Many of my clients and myself have discovered 
that so much of our stuck energy gets stored in our sexual traumas and therefore our sexual bodies. So to give you some context, I've talked about this in, you know, as I discovered my empathy and this work, I was working in law enforcement and what was becoming increasingly triggering for me was reading about sexual traumas all day. So I don't know if I've ever said that before, but that's was at the core of why I decided what what was kind of piling on in my empathy and why I decided to kind of investigate all of this work and clear my energy out. When we experience trauma, that energy imprints in our physical body. When we recall that traumatic experience, we can feel that energy tighten in certain areas of our bodies or energetic fields. When it involves sexual trauma, same thing. And often our sexual bodies want to hide, protect themselves, bring in that energy, tighten all of those things. A huge part or numb, numbing is another big thing. A huge part of the healing and the work that I do with my clients is acknowledging it, healing it, and start to uncover those traumas so that they can move forward feeling safe and empowered to be a sexual being. In that, they release any of the energies of others that have taken their power or the people that have stolen their sexual energy so that they can reclaim their power and feel safe again. Since our emotions and energies are so charged with years of societal conditioning, sexual trauma, and vulnerability, sex can just bring up a lot of emotion and energy between two or more people. And I'm not saying this to tell you that we're all doomed and shouldn't be having sex, obviously. I'm saying that we can use this. We can heal this. It's actually a really beautiful place to sit with yourself work through those traumas, those trigger points. And once we kind of heal those areas of our life, we're able to feel safe again, come back to ourselves and then use our empathy as a superpower. So another clarification point, this energy work is obviously not the cure-all for sexual abuse survivors, but I found that spiritual and energy work as well as coaching and therapy can be extremely helpful to reclaim our sexual bodies and work through any roadblocks along the way. So let's talk about the Akashic Records. This is a question I get. Do the Akashic Records talk about sexuality? Oh, yes, they do. Oh, yes, they do. They actually love to. So this brings up an interesting discussion around religion, spirituality, and sex. As you know, through reading Sex and the Constitution and many other books around the evolution of sexuality, I have really come to this understanding that sex wouldn't be pleasurable if it were wrong or only to create life with your husband. The intended purpose is to create life, sure, but demonizing pleasure seems really counterintuitive to me. I've heard that uh, the book Conversations with God also talks about this, but I haven't read it yet. But if you're interested or if you have read it, let me know. So when I access anyone's Akashic records, sexuality is obviously a huge part of our lives and our energy. Our sexuality is an indicator of our health, our vulnerability, our trust, our self-love, our intimacy with self and others. So I've gotten the question about sexuality in readings, especially regarding guilt from religion and upbringing. And so 
someone asked me about sexuality and my favorite response from an Akashic Records reading from someone's spirit team was they said something like, ironically, they will find God the more they explore their sexuality. And they were like making a cheeky cheeky joke about finding God through exploring your sexuality. You can also ask the records about any sexual energies in your space that are blocking your ability to be vulnerable or experience sexual freedom. So we can clear out any of that energy that's blocking your ability to feel sexually free. If you're feeling any stuck energy and it feels like something you can just kind of ask your spirit team and get cleared out, that's a really great place is getting an Akashic Records reading, a really great place to kind of get some perspective on what that energy looks like and how to move it out and how to clear your own specific sexual trauma energy that's still stuck in your body. So as I said, our sexual trauma gets stored into our bodies. And so there's a way that we can move that energy out just through an, some energy work in an Akashic Records reading. So in my coaching practice, I also incorporate Akashic Records readings. So if you want both, you already get both. So how do we separate from this energy? How do we separate and clear this energy? And how do we use it to our advantage? So before and after, it's really important to clear our energetic space. As I was talking about me last week, week before, mm, whether that's through meditation, spending time in nature, taking a bath, crystals, exercising, whatever clears your energy and helps you ground your space. So I have, if you go to my website, there's a little pop-up where you can get a free Empath 101 video to learn more about grounding techniques and just kind of the Empath 101. So if, and you can just plug in your little email and get a free download video. And then I also talk about these grounding techniques and a little bit more in depth and what works best for you in my downloadable guide. And so all the links will be in the description below. Clearing your energy doesn't mean that you're getting rid of them in physical form. It just means that their energy isn't weighing on you so heavily and impacting your space and dictating your decisions. That's the biggest thing is that these energies can influence our decision making and our thought process more than we think. So we want to just clear that out so we have a clearer sense of self. This is important for also for sex workers and online sex creators, sex educators, every anyone in that space. The world is filled with people who don't honor and respect their work. And that energy can easily infiltrate their mind, body and spirit. It's important to separate from these thoughts and opinions and energies that are not authentic to what we truly believe. Reclaiming your energy. Reclamation of your energy is the biggest and such a shift that ownership of your space pushes all of the unwanted energies, all the energies that aren't yours out of your space. Because you're saying, this is my energy. This is my body. I don't need you to be here anymore. Thank you. It's one of the best feelings to own your space and to take ownership over your life. It's the biggest mindset shift I work with my clients on in coaching. It's like, it's such a subtle shift. And sometimes it's so simple. It's just, I'm going to take ownership and I'm going to get to decide and I get to make the choices in my life now. 
it's also important to communicate and understand how your partner is feeling going into that experience. Are they having a rough day? Are they having a rough week? These energies are important to note because then you can take inventory and decide if this is energy that you want to be taking on in that moment. So if you don't feel extremely aware of what you can be absorbing, it might be something that you want to not risk it. So it's also really important to understand that as an empath, we're not responsible for others healing. We're not responsible for other people. We can't fix other people. We don't have to carry the weight of the world or our partner on our shoulders. We can care for someone, but we don't have to carry the weight. And if it's not the type of relationship, as I said, where you're totally aware of all that you could be absorbing, it's important to know yourself and your energy even more so that you can observe these shifts before, during, and after the sexual experience and maybe decide whether you want to take this on or not. So here are some of the actionable steps you can start to do to start to heal your sexual space. So in your own personal exploration of your sexual body, masturbation, (laughs) masturbation, May is masturbation month. If you didn't know, May is international masturbation month. And so forming a ritual around this self-indulgence contributes to reclaiming your sexual body and getting to know what you like without the influence of other people. What you authentically like when you're alone in your room, alone in your closet. (laughs) Uh, So somewhat recently, I'll tell you about a a little story from, from me to you. Somewhat recently, I was experiencing this stagnation in my sexuality and I was feeling like this guilt and almost like I was being watched by someone. It was so weird and I didn't really understand it. It was like, it it was anytime I wanted to like be embodied and sexy and free, I just felt like I was being watched or protected and it just felt uncomfortable. It felt super uncomfortable. I remember feeling just so uncomfortable. I observed this energy. I had someone else look at it. I saw it. And that's something that you can ask the Akashic Records. Like, what is this energy? What is it? How do I clear it? As I saw it as this like protection, almost paternal energy clouding my space. And what I needed to do was set a ritual around my masturbation practice and just clear that energy out. Move And as I said, once you reclaim your space, you push those energies out. You say, nope this is mine. And so what I did, light the candles, bring out the toys, set an intention to clear out the energies in your sexual space that are blocking your ability to feel free and empowered. And with that, the energy cleared out pretty much instantly. So masturbation and orgasm are great ways to manifest as well and set the intention and bring that to fruition. Bring your sexual body back into alignment When we explore our bodies without the pressure of other people in the room, we allow a reconnection back to how we authentically feel sexy, not to please someone else. Speaking of using toys and masturbating and masturbation month, 
Love Shop has all your sexual needs down from high-tech sex toys to lingerie to exploratory devices. I'm so excited to be partnering with Love Shop. I love all of their products. They have such a wide range of products. So really anything that is interesting to you, anything that you want to explore, they will have it. And I have a code for you if you go to loveshop.ca. The link will be in the description as well. And use my code, the Elevated Empath. You can receive 15% off your order. They really have everything you need to explore all of your fantasies. The Elevated Empath to get 15% off your order. The link and the information will be in the description below. Back to the episode. Reclaiming and reowning your sexual space is one of the more empowering mindset shifts to make regarding your sexuality and rewriting stories that say your sexuality is for others or taken by others to say, this is my sexual body and I decide what I want to do with it. So another way you can do this is through meditation and saying hello to your physical body, the aura around you and decide on a color that represents the ownership of your body and your sexual space. And just envision this color, envision yourself painting your body and your aura with this color to declare that it is all yours. And another great meditation is a higher self meditation specifically for your sexual space. As I said, I just put out a meditation on my YouTube to help you connect with your higher self, cleanse and restore your sexual energy. And in this meditation, you meet your higher self and you allow them to show you how you how they feel about sex and you can even work this as a journal prompt how would my higher self think act speak embrace have sex if they were totally sexually free and empowered how would they feel about sex what what would they tell me if i were feeling sexually stuck or limited or insecure How can I embody this higher version of myself right now? So that's kind of the meditation space. At the core of the healing process, as I mentioned, is working through those sexual traumas. And for me, coaching was the biggest shift. Therapy was also great. EMDR is also really great. I have experience with it and I think it did help. I was doing it for maybe about a year and I think it helped. Shadow and inner child work are also really great tools to heal those traumas because it's really difficult to to move forward in alignment without acknowledging aspects of your sexuality that still need healing. It will just keep kind of coming up to the surface anytime maybe you have sex or think about sexuality. It'll just keep coming up to the surface and there will be a lot of resistance around it. For me, working in therapy and coaching, especially along with spiritual tools in tandem, allowed me more access to that sexual freedom that I had been seeking. So on the spiritual side of things, orgasm and tantric meditations are also really great to combine that sexual and spiritual practice into one. These meditations allow you to connect the soul and body. So that's the biggest thing that happens when we experience trauma, when we revisit trauma, the body and the soul kind of separate because our soul doesn't really, (laughs) has a hard time kind of being in the body if trauma happens. We, 
we kind of either dissociate or just separate the two. So these meditations allow you to reconnect that soul and body and keep that sexual energy flowing, especially if you're kind of in this waiting period of awaiting a a new sexual partner to arrive or a romantic partner. These practices combine that sexuality and spirituality, and they help you work through the traumas, destruct relationship patterns that you keep finding yourself in, and it helps you release any numbness that stops you from feeling. I know we kind of touched on numbness. It's a big thing that happens in our sexual bodies, especially. I'll speak from experience. I have a vagina, so I'll speak from my experience having a vagina. There can be the numbness in your vagina if there is this trauma that still hasn't been worked through. Numbness is kind of what comes up. So physical, emotional, or spiritual numbness is very common in dormant sexual energy. Connecting with that energy regularly can open your energy and attract the right partner, the aligned partner. Additionally, It's important to rewrite our belief system and our stories that dictate our mindset around sex. As I said, all of these stories from society and religion and upbringing, they've all taught us these things about sex that control our perspective on how we see it in our lives. So if we've been taught by society, it's just been ingrained in us that you have to look a certain way to be sexy That's a story that can make us feel not worthy of sex or sexual partners, or it can make us feel like we're not sexy if we don't fit this very specific look. And it can really block our decision-making. It can block our way of feeling empowered. It just can dictate the decisions and choices we make around that area of our life without even us even realizing that it's simply because of what society has told us and not what we authentically believe. If religion taught us that sex is a sin or we should feel guilty about indulging, that guilt can weigh heavily on our ability to embrace our sexuality, our indulgence, and our self-love. If society taught us that having sex with people too soon makes them lose interest, we can keep attracting that experience and it can influence the way that we make decisions regarding dating and having sex. So rewriting these stories can start to manifest the experiences you want to attract. So for example, I get caught in this belief that having sex with someone makes them lose interest because that's what people on the internet and society and movies and TV and everything like that has told me. So I had to rewrite that belief. And say, actually, having sex with someone makes them even more interested and intrigued. And anyone who didn't fit that new belief and narrative in my new experiences meant the universe wants me to keep hammering that belief until it's super solid. And it keeps testing me. And it keeps throwing me people who don't fit that narrative so that I can keep rebuilding that trust. And then from there, the right partners will start to manifest. So writing these new beliefs out on paper, we do this in coaching, EFT tapping them in, meditating on them and envisioning the new experiences that you want to have that fit your new beliefs are all ways to integrate these new beliefs. So the final piece as you move forward in manifesting sexual and romantic partners that are aligned with 
how you want to experience your sexual energy. It's getting clear about your ideal sexual and romantic partner. Specifying the details about who they are, what they look like, what their lives are like, how they view sex, and how they make you feel before, during, and after your sexual experience together. And then the key is embodying that ideal partner. Since we only attract matches in vibrations, we got to start embodying this ideal partner or partners to attract them. You can also use your clairs to manifest this partner, which we've talked about on the podcast before. And I told you, I just put out a new video on my OnlyFans talking about how to manifest the dick or whatever sexual experience you want. If you don't want dick, I get it. (laughs) Using those six clairs. So empaths tend to have this desire for connection and this match in sexual energy in tandem with heart energy connection. So where they can both be reciprocated and freely honored. And next week we're going to talk all about, listen closely, empaths in the dating scene and in relationships. So more to come on that. I'm very excited, as you can tell. Empaths in the dating scene. (laughs) I'm excited to talk about it. I hope you're excited to listen to it. It's going to be interesting. When we reclaim and restore and heal and forgive, my God, forgiving is such a big thing. When we forgive ourselves, when we forgive others for how they made us feel or how we feel about ourselves or any decisions that we make that we aren't so proud of, forgiveness is so important. And I know this kind of sounds cheesy, but forgiving is how we kind of move forward. When we embrace our sexuality, when we build a stronger connection to ourself, we build that stronger connection to our physical bodies and our embodiment and our energy in our spirit. In this process, we get to choose our sexual experiences again. We get to feel safe to be seen and to be held and to be naked in front of other people. We release all of the energies and perspectives of our external world that say we aren't allowed to be sexual or sexually indulge when we do all of this. Life starts to become, dare I say it, orgasmic. That's sexual empathy. I know we've talked about it before. There were just new insights from clearing up those things about promiscuity and sexual abuse survivors, as well as how to actually start to heal this space and how to actually start to work on it. We've talked about the energy, but then how do we, how do we move forward and start to heal it? I wanted to talk more about that. So I want to hear from you. Have you done any of these techniques? What has helped you the most? Write in to tell me because I'm so curious what's helped you the most. I've seen it with my clients and myself. I'm so curious to know 
what's worked for you personally. We're going to be talking more about empaths on the dating scene next week. It's going to be so great. But there's this tendency. I need to read this excerpt from the Empath Survival Guide. You know, it's my Bible by Judith Orloff. She talks about sexual energy in in a very kind of short three pages. And she said that empaths, once they find someone that sparks their sexuality, they're very keen on jumping into the bed with them because they feel safe and understood. But then it creates chaos because it was either too quickly or just not the right situation despite these intuitive red flags and I was like "Ooh, that one hurt (laughs) another point where we can be like oh that one resonates clearly I need to do some healing around this and it was a way for me to understand a little bit deeper why there is that tendency to want to kind of go for it despite those intuitive red flags. We're going to be talking about the dating scene next week. So let me know what you thought about this episode. Did it clear things up for you regarding sexual empathy? Did it help you understand it a little bit more? Do you have some good tools to start to work on? If you're interested in one-on-one coaching with me where we dive into this and anything else in your life that you want to work on and heal and start to reown and start to kind of do these very huge shifts that change your life, essentially, where you can start to manifest the life that you actually want to be living and not the one that other people want you to live. More information about one-on-one coaching will be below. Reach out to me if you're interested. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at The Elevated Empath, The Elevated Empath. And you can go check out my offerings and my website at lisabtag.com to learn more about one-on-one empath coaching, Akashic Records readings, animal communication readings. And if you liked this episode, if it resonated with you, or you think that somebody else would find it very interesting, don't hesitate to share it with them. And don't forget to like this episode, follow share, subscribe, do all the things, write a review. And I hope you feel so elevated. I'll see you next time.